There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is VSIN tonight with veteran handicappers Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, final hour tonight, VSIN tonight. We're at the uh, VSIN studio, Circus Sportsbook, downtown Las Vegas. Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans, and joining us now, Doug Kazarian, ESPN sports betting analyst. And I believe we have him on video. From his kitchen in Summerlin, and where is the dog Arthur? I was gonna say, I think it's Arthur's uh, cave. Is the the wing of the house Arthur's wing? He's uh, he's a little tuckered out. He he was boarded this weekend, so very very tuckered out playing with all his buddies at daycare. Arthur, you're uh, I think what one year old bulldog? Is that right? Uh, almost two, Matt. Almost he's two. Uh, about a month and a half away from two. Uh, okay. I, I saw the video of Arthur on Doug's Instagram, by the way. Uh, Arthur was getting after it. Well, here's the thing he's about getting it. After it. Arthur's a sharp handicapper, and he's got the dog of the day, and he's been red hot uh, this season. So Arthur has become – he should have his own Twitter page. Anyway, Doug, uh, let's talk some association tonight. The Lakers get some bad news on LeBron James, a foot injury, and uh, he is out for the Grizzlies game tomorrow. And right now Memphis – at DraftKings, an eight-and-a-half-point home favorite over the Lakers with uh, no LeBron. He might be out a while. How much of a setback is this for the Lakers and their uh, mission to make the playoffs? You know, it's disappointing. After the big comeback from being 27 down yesterday, I was a little worried about my position of plus 100, minus 115, and even minus 125 on them to make the play-in. Not necessarily make the playoffs, but just to get through that uh, seven through ten seed, and then after winning, I was like, "Wait, they got they can actually get to the six seed, but you know you can play out of that." Now I'm a little worried because, I mean, look, he's putting up ridiculous numbers. He's not MVP LeBron, but he's certainly All Star starter LeBron, top ten or so in the league. And the the pieces they added were just so perfect for him: shooting, length, other primary defenders where he doesn't have to guard the best player. Just everything fit, and sort of AD had finally woken up, and this was going to be a big stretch here. I thought they'd lose tomorrow regardless, but the eight and a half, I, I, the way Memphis is in the first quarter and first half, this feels like you can get double digits if you like the Lakers side. I would wait. I think you can get 11 and a half, 10 and a half, and if they make a run with some of those second unit and Memphis goes a little cold, but I would want no part of the Lakers plus eight and a half. I just think it's a terrible spot. The news with LeBron hurts. 
I'm a little worried about this stretch run, depending on how long he's out. Doug, let me ask you about the Lakers opponent tomorrow that you mentioned, the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, tough loss, at least for me, uh, having them plus the points. Dead right side, they lose at the end at Philadelphia. Memphis has kind of had some ups and downs, not only on the court, but off the court as well. They're kind of that small market team, chip on their shoulder. Do you worry about this team a little bit down the stretch? Because every time I watch them, they're always getting into it with somebody. Yeah, you know, every, remember John Moran around Christmas sat down, said he's only worried about the Celtics, and then they go on and I think went 8-8 eight and eight against the West after that, the next 16. I worry that this team is has a lower ceiling than they think. They remind me of Derrick Rose's Bulls, uh, maybe even Iverson's Sixers a little bit with Morant having not quite the same shooting as all these other elite point guards like Lillard, Curry, and some of the other guys. I love the team in general, and I want them to be better but I just don't think their ceiling really is a legit championship threat. I, I really think that, you know, benches get shorter in the postseason, uh, possessions get more measured. I, I'm not worried about them coming out of the West. I think it's the Suns. I think it's the Clippers. I think it's Denver, um, the Warriors, if they get healthy with Steph. I think those are the, the main teams. I don't think so much of Memphis or Dallas right now. All right, speaking of the Mavericks, seven-point favorites against Wes Reynolds' Indiana Pacers tomorrow night. And uh, I, I was asking JVT about this over the weekend. Is this going to work with Kyrie and Luka? And it's, it's probably going to work on the offensive end. But on the defensive end, you got two guys who can be a liability here, Doug. And we saw you, you, you talked about it. They blew a 27-point lead up 48-21 to against the Lakers in the second quarter yesterday and lose that game. It just seems like there's not going to be enough D in Dallas down the stretch. How do you handicap the Mavericks down the stretch? And also, this game against the Pacers with the Mavericks as a seven-point favorites, total of 236. Yeah, I mean, Jason Kidd called him out, and for good reason. Kidd knows what's on the line here, the stretch run. I mean, he's playing, you know, trying to use the media and quotes to kind of wake his team up and see if Luka can sort of lead. But as soon as they made the trade, when you factor in Christian Wood as well and all the shooters, yep. I mean, one of the best offenses out there, also one of the worst defenses, trading away some of their better defenders. I I like this Pacers team a lot. They're sneaky decent, if that is not a compliment, or I don't know what it is. But <laughs> They'll take what they can get in Indianapolis yeah, right now. Like them at times. I would say, I wouldn't take the seven. I would play the over. Um, and Matt, you and I have talked about NBA. Like, if I'm going to play a total, 90% of the time it's going to be an under. I think this should be like 250. I really think this will be a track meet. I'd probably go first half and then maybe double up at half if it doesn't go my way because I'm worried about kid um, focusing on the defense after what just happened, saying we got to get tougher. But Lakers were just missing shots in the first half. One of 18, I believe, is what they started. And after that, you know, things settled down, and then the Lakers' length really bothered the Mavericks, understandably. But outside of that, Pacers want to run and gun, and they certainly have the horses to do it, that's an overplay for me for sure. I want no part of the under of that game. That, that, that number is going to close 240, should close 240 or higher. Doug, staying out west here, a game tomorrow, 509-510. Sacramento, Oklahoma City, look, uh, credit to Sacramento. They've been kind of the nice story of the season, 10 games over 500. You would have thought, okay, they're going to be flat after that 176-175 game over the Clippers in overtime on Friday night. They had a day off in between. They beat OKC. Granted, without SGA, it doesn't look like SGA is going to go tomorrow. Darren Fox listed as questionable. So even if you don't have anything on, on this game tomorrow, Doug, they're currently the number three spot in the West. What is the likelihood that they stay in that top four come Western Conference playoff time? So epic weekend and a lot of different fronts. You mentioned the shootout Friday night capped off by Dame's 71-point performance. Sneaky is the Kings coming out of that 2-0. They, they showed up and delivered, even on the road, like you said. Could have been a flat spot. They moved up in the Pacific Division odds. Not that anyone's really tracking them, but I am. So they're now the second favorite at plus 175. I think, you know, what happens is they pass the Clippers, so to speak. And I think they're here to stay. Like, I would say we should stop dismissing them. You know, I talked about contenders out West just a second ago. I didn't mention this team, but they're not going to be a pushover. I don't think they'll come out of the West, but ultimately they're legit and they have an edge to them. I like what Malik Monk said after the game on Friday night. There's a lot to like with this team. I think if SGA does not go, I would lay the three. A funny story on Sunday, I was live betting this game in the third quarter. I took under 219. The next time out, I believe it was 240. 
They hit 11, combined 11 of the next 12 threes, uh, these two teams. So I don't think the Thunder can, can keep shooting like that. Uh, Isaiah, uh, they have a couple guys who are just like on fire. I would take the Kings minus the three, actually. I think they're all business right now. Durant's addition elsewhere in the West. I think they've sort of, they're hitting a second stride. There's no fade on this team right now. Doug Kazarian, ESPN sports betting analyst with us at uh, Doug ESPN on Twitter. You know, last, uh, my favorite, one of my favorite players in the league is Damian Lillard ever uh, since he was at Weber State. Followed that guy and I, I thought he was going to make it big in the NBA, but uh, man, 41 points in the first half a couple nights ago. After he, by the way, Doug, I bet on him to win the three-point contest of four to one odds. He, he casts that. He comes out of the break, takes a game off, then he scores 41 in the first half, 71 in the game. I also watched the Warriors last night with a, a fourth-quarter comeback uh, to beat the T-Wolves without Stephen Curry. Clay Thompson's been red hot lately. How do you handicap a guy like Damian Lillard off a game like that, the Blazers four-point dogs at Golden State on Tuesday night. So it's really tough with both of these teams. Let's start with the Warriors. I know one odds maker in town does not put any overnight lines with the Warriors because it's just so hard to predict who's in, who's out with that team. And he only does it with one other team. That's Clippers when they were in back-to-backs because of Kawhi and everything. So the Warriors in and of itself are tough to figure out whether Draymond Green's playing, Clay's now doing back-to-backs, but not as frequently as he usually does and then to your point like Dame like this team is hurting right now so Anthony Simons is out a while Nurk's out a while I don't believe Jeremy Grant played in the last game either so missing three of their four best players Dame goes off but I mean can you count on some of the other guys I would it would be a fade for me that's assuming play plays now I'm not sure if Wiggins is going to return or not but I would for me it would be Warriors or pass this Portland team was part of that Lakers bet I was eyeing and discussing earlier about teams the Lakers can pass. Um, they're not up. Okay. Hi, we lost. Uh, we, we had two minutes to go and we lost the feed right there. But uh, how do you handicap it, Wes? We got a guy like Lillard coming off a 71 point game. Right. But the Warriors are, we talked about a skeleton crew with some of these teams. The Warriors are kind of in that situation now too it's dangerous but i'll be looking maybe first at dame's prop uh tomorrow for points i actually did it successfully uh-huh. earlier this year when donovan mitchell had 71 and that overtime will come back win over the bowl so that that's going to be like price to the moon obviously but i gotta see who's going to play first with the warriors before i even get involved in a point prop on an under stephen curry expected to come back uh some point next week right yes I don't think he's coming back this week. No, I I, I think they tried to uh, – I read something that they scheduled it perhaps for next week. The uh, How about the Warriors playoff prop? Coming out of the uh, break here at Circa, the Warriors minus 285 mm-hmm. to make the playoffs. Yes, minus 285. Well, I, I mean – I talking that... about the, the, Lake, the Lakers were, yes, plus 170. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, I mean, the Warriors championship team, they get the benefit of the doubt here, uh, I, I think, really going forward. So, you know, they're the team that it's like, okay, if anybody's going to flip the switch, it's these guys, you know, that, that they're going to go on a run late. Uh, whereas, you know, you see a lot of opt. All right, we got Doug for last uh, 30 seconds here, Doug. Uh, quick wrap-up. We lost your feed there for a minute. What are your best bets uh, for tomorrow? Oh my! Well, my computer died, so I apologize. Okay. But kind of like Baylor's, Baylor's protection of this lead. But uh, I would say my favorite play would be of the first half over in the Mavs Pacers, and I would take a position I think on the Warriors minus four. All right, there he is, host on the Daily Wager Show on ESPN. Doug Kazarian, quick break. Back here in a couple minutes. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is VSIN Tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Starting today, VSIN is launching three new live shows to cover the sports betting markets like no one else can. Check out the new lineup starting today. Here it is. Follow the money in the morning with Mitch and Paul, a numbers game with Gil, the Lombardi line with uh, Michael Lombardi and Stormy Bonantoni. VSIN Best Bets with Jeff Parles, Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw. Did you catch any of that today? I did catch a couple of Producer Dustin Swedelson. Yeah, Patrick Maher. I called him several months ago the Ryan Seacrest of VSEN. <laughs> VSEN Primetime. That was a compliment, by the way. I like Patrick. VSEN yes. Primetime with Tim Murray and Sean King. VSEN tonight with us and the Greg Peterson experience. Hoops Peterson just walked into the studio. He's got his tie. It looked a little crooked. He's got to tighten, straighten that up before the start of the show, but he's ready to fire three hours that guy does by himself every night. He's got plenty of material uh, with uh, college basketball, as many wacky games we had this weekend and tonight. Man, it's been a chaos in college hoops, so that's great as uh, March is right around the corner. All right, Wes Reynolds, let's uh, start to break down some of the college hoops games for Tuesday. And I've got a, a few best bets there. I've, I've managed to put in a couple bets on uh, tomorrow's openers. Already. I'm still sweating out these, but we got to look forward. <laughs> also, let's, uh, we got a final now in Laramie, Wyoming. This is the first night of our show, VSIN, tonight, and we kicked it off talking about how we both bet Wyoming plus five and a half. You had six against Nevada. So it's nice to start, start the show with a winner. Uh, Wyoming, 80, Nevada, 71. Well, that's a bad loss for uh, the Wolf Pack, but look. Wyoming, bad season, but Hunter Maldonado, senior night, rallied around him, send him out a winner, at least at home at the AA there in Laramie. So Nevada, all of a sudden, uh, they are straight to the NCAA tournament bubble because I thought the Mountain West was looking pretty comfortable for four teams. Yeah, you know what? I never believed that. I never believed it. First of all, the Mountain West has lost eight games in a row in the NCAA tournament. Mm -hmm. I don't think the conference deserves the benefit of the doubt when you're talking about extra teams, and you can say – well, what happened in the past has no bearing on this season. I think it should. These teams, you got to get, when you get in a tournament, you got to win some games. Yeah. And the Mountain West, I think, is 1 in 10 in the last 11 tournaments. And that games. surprises me uh, that everybody always likes San Diego State as a sleeper every single blew, year, and they're going to uh, like them again this year. Aztecs blew a big lead last year. That was sickening. You yeah. Remember that game? Yeah. yeah. They're going to they're gonna like them again this year as well. 
Well, I think the Mountain West is safe with three teams. That's why I thought the whole time. San yeah. Diego State, Boise State, and then you got three teams fighting for that third spot. And so I San don't Diego know State about New Mexico anymore. I don't either. New Mexico, Utah State, Nevada, I think fighting for the third spot. Yeah, you might be right. I mean, unless one of those teams can win that uh, Mountain West tournament at the Thomas and Mac. Wolfpack did not do themselves any favors tonight with this 80-71 uh, to 71 loss at Wyoming. And that's going to put the uh, Wolfpack on the bubble. I'll give you a spot to look ahead to. This might be a play for me in the uh, Circa College Hoops Challenge this weekend. The Wolfpack are going to roll the Rebels in Reno on Saturday. It's a UNLV at Nevada, and I think Nevada's going to win big. Well, you've made enough trips to the Waller Event Center up in Reno over the years and have covered enough of those games, so I'm going to trust your judgment on that one. I was on the Rebels the first time the teams played in Las Vegas and got the win with UNLV. It's going to be payback on Saturday in Reno. Write that down, Wes. Yes. All right, let's start in your hometown, Indianapolis. Marquette and Butler, how about the Shaka Smart-led Marquette team here with, uh, I think now number six mm-hmm. in the top 25 this week, yes. number six. And I watched this team early in the season against Purdue. I was really impressed with Marquette. Not enough, not impressed enough that I bet a future on Marquette to win the NCAA tournament. But I'm not surprised that this is a top 10 team. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marquette now an eight-point favorite on the opener against Butler at Hinkle Fieldhouse. And this Butler team has been really disappointing, Wes. Yeah, they've had a lot of injuries, a lot of guys in and out of the lineup, but have won three of their last five. Uh, did beat St. John's and Xavier at home. Disappointing loss to Georgetown at home, by the way, the worst team in the conference. And then uh, came back, beat DePaul by one last week. Almost a full week off for the Butler Bulldogs. But this is kind of a shaky spot for Marquette. Marquette, by the way, has a two-game lead in the Big East Conference right. with two games to play. That's a good conference this year, man. Yeah, it is. And, look, they've got to win one game. They either got to win against Butler at Hinkle or they got to beat St. John's at home. But I think this time of year, Matt, that is priced in. Where I say everything is priced in, here's what's priced in here. Marquette can clinch the outright Big East title tomorrow night at Hinkle against a Butler team that is one game below 500. They've started to play a little bit better basketball. Now check the check the Butler injuries obviously first to see, you know, who is going to play. They I think Bates uh the transfer from NC State and missed the uh, last game. He is questionable tomorrow with a shoulder injury, but they have Harris back, they have Jaden Taylor back. So this might maybe if Marquette gets bet overnight, I kind of lean Butler here plus the points. Yeah, I, w- I would go home dog or pass. I think the the Bulldogs could be live here plus eight. The first time these teams played February first, excuse me, February fourth, mm-hmm. a week uh, weekend before the Super Bowl. I think Butler was a fifteen point dog in that game in Milwaukee, and lost sixty to fifty two. And I know our friend, uh, you might have been on him too, Ron Boyle's professional sports better. He yep. was, he. He was on Butler big in that game. I At think. Marquette? Yeah, yeah, I was on it as well. Me too. So you got plus 15. It was 15, right? Yes. And uh, you cashed on that one in the eight-point loss. Was against Marquette, by the way, this weekend too. Now, yeah. they were out huge on DePaul. And then they just kind of let up a little bit and kind of messed around. And DePaul kept playing. So DePaul got within the number. DePaul actually got within two possessions at the end. Made it kind of interesting. You know, uh you and I brag a lot about circus sports and the great job they do here at Circa with the golf odds. I got to give DraftKings props, and nobody told me to say this. DraftKings does a really good job of getting the college basketball openers up early. Yes. And you get money lines overnight, Wes, mm-hmm. which you don't get at most Vegas books. Uh, so Butler, an eight-point dog on the opener at DraftKings. And uh, Wes and I both lean to the dog in that one. I have not bet that yet for the record. I wonder if that number might tick up a little bit overnight. What do you think? Which, which I, I mean, you think? it might. It might get to eight and a half. I think it's probably going to stay where it is. But right, I, I may have a little piece of the Bulldogs well, tomorrow. Well, that's one I didn't bet yet because sometimes you we talk about sharp books and square books. Mm-hmm. I think the square books, you might be able to get Butler plus eight and a half or nine. I think so, too, yeah. because, look, betters, and that's a very good point that you lead into because betters that are now coming into the market that have been in football all season that have just come in with like within the last week, they haven't, they're catching up. Like they haven't been betting this since November, like you and I, or Greg has, or any of the other fellows here, but 
now they're getting in they're like okay and they're gonna bet the teams that are good they're gonna bet the teams that they saw last so they're gonna be like oh butler man they stink and they're they're not gonna bet butler at all so this is gonna be if you see some uh, resistance here this might be a pros and joes game all right espn is gonna hype the hell out of uh Duke, North Carolina again this weekend mm-hmm. because that's what ESPN does. But I'm going to point this out. This will be the second meeting between these teams this season where both teams are unranked. Right? I know. Remember remember they didn't have IU-Purdue for college game day when Purdue was number one. That's crazy. Coming into Assembly Hall. Uh, but both Duke and North Carolina unranked for the second time this season when they meet. Well, Duke tomorrow night, I think the Blue Devils have some upside. Uh, because they're a couple of their five-star freshmen injured, mm-hmm. hobbled a little bit early in the season. The more I watch Duke, the more I, I kind of like this team in terms of um, you know what it could do in March. Yeah. I, think, I think the Blue Devils could win a game or two. More upside, in my estimation, than North Carolina has. Mm-hmm. But how about this North Carolina State team? Off a blowout loss to Clemson. And I guess I was on Clemson Saturday. Did yeah. not expect it I, I ended to be up a, playing that as well. Did not expect it to be a 20-plus point blowout on the road in favor of uh, Clemson. But how does North Carolina State answer here, Wes? Uh, the DraftKings opener, Duke minus 7.5. Well, the market doesn't think that they're going to. I think this opened in some faraway places at 5.5 and, and now seems as high as 7.5, mainly painted. I think BetMGM might still have 6.5. So if you want to get the best number, that's where you go if you want to lay the Duke side, at least from this standpoint. I wonder about NC State, how they're going to recover from that. I mean, they got boat raced. They got beat by 25. They were down 30 with like nine minutes left to go to a Clemson team that had recently lost at Louisville. (laughs) That's the thing. Like, you get these teams. You got to buy low and sell high on some of these teams. But I will say one thing for Duke. I felt that they were going to get better at the end of the year, you know, when they got a little bit healthier, when all these freshmen that John Shire has, all these five-star kids, you know, get some experience. You know, uh, you got Whitehead and Proctor. The guy that's been the best is Filipowski. He's been their most consistent player, and I thought he would be, even though Lively is probably the most talented at the next level. But Duke's got something figured out here. I feel like I've missed the number, though. This might be a Moneyline parlay piece. Yeah, I'm not going to lay seven and a half. That's too much. You got you got to think North Carolina State off that embarrassing loss brings it in this game against Duke. Uh, we got a lot more to talk about. Stay tuned. We got we're going to break down as many games on the Tuesday card as we can. It's a good card too. Iowa, Indiana. After the break, stay tuned. VSIN tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. All right, with the uh, Arnold Palmer Invitational and UFC 285 this week, head to Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers has you covered for every line out and boost. For all the golf bettors out there, Bet Rivers is a place to bet the Arnold Palmer with top 10 insurance. Place your pre tourney bet on an outright winner. I like that idea, Wes. The fun doesn't stop there. Bet Rivers has you covered for UFC 285 with parlay insurance and more. Check out betrivers.com or download the app. Bet Rivers Sportsbook at betrivers.com. By the way, in UFC 285, John Bones Jones comes back for the first time in 1,115 days. Cyril gone this weekend at the T or uh, this weekend at T-Mobile. Yeah, and uh, the money is on Bones. He he opened a small dog. I had Lou Finacaro on my Saturday night show. The fight doctor Finacaro got the best of the number on that one. He's on Bones, who's now about a one what thirty five or one. Well, favorite? he's actually a little bit higher, right behind us here at circa minus one fifty five, yeah. and then seeing elsewhere in the market, stations minus one sixty, BetMGM minus one sixty, DraftKings minus sixty five. I think Lou said he got bones at plus one fifteen. Wow, right around picking. I know he got a plus price. That's yeah. I mean, look, but this number got, opened a long time ago. Yeah, it's not this like is going to be. Week. Yeah, because I know, I know some shops in town. I know our our friend John Murray and company over at Superbook at the Westgate. They put these fights in advance. You know, these super fights that are like maybe five six months away, and they'll put those up. All right, Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans here, Vsin tonight. 
Monday through Friday. You're going to have us here 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific. Wes is an Indiana graduate. I'm a Purdue graduate. Uh, Wes is too nice a guy to rub it in what happened over the weekend. Uh, Purdue was just a pathetic performance and got swept in the rivalry. 79-71 was the final, but Wes really wasn't even that close. Now, Purdue led 40-34 early in the second half and uh, collapsed. And I have to give Jalen hood Shafino a ton of credit because he's a, a freshman guard who's playing his best mm-hmm. now at the end of February leading into March. And a lot of times freshmen, like Purdue's two guards, are seem to be hitting the wall late mm-hmm. in the season, can't hit a shot. hood Shafino, yeah. 14 for 24 from the field, 35 points in that game. If you had told me before the game that – Trace Jackson Davis would only have 10 points. Mm-hmm. Probably would have bet Purdue pretty big. He was, uh, he was uh, Jalen Good Shafino on Saturday. And that, that's, you know, and, and Matt Painter, obviously, very complimentary after the game. I mean, that's the best freshman performance they've had at Mackey Arena from a visiting player probably about ever. I think uh, he almost broke the freshman uh, scoring record for a single game. That, of course, was held by a guy you know very well, Jay Edwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, scored 36, I believe, in 89 at Minnesota. But to score 35 at Purdue, very impressive. Well, okay, so when you're handicapping this, Indiana off a big rivalry win. And that was a a scheduling spot that didn't favor the Hoosiers Mm because they had back-to-back road games. They played East Lansing, West Lafayette. Mm -hmm. Now they come home to face an Iowa team that just pulled off a miracle against Michigan State. Down 10 in the final minute, come back win 112-106 in overtime. Probably the luckiest win of the season. If you laid the points with any favorite, Iowa covered as a five-and-a-half point favorite. Open four-and-a-half, close five-and-a-half, win by six in overtime after turning by ten in the final minute. Fran McCaffrey, probably the biggest whiner right now in college coaching. I mean, he complains to the officials on every trip down the the floor. Oh, the stare down that he had on Saturday. And the stare down with the official on Saturday, that was a bad look. Uh, He and Tom Izzo. How would you like to draw that game as an official with Izzo and McCaffrey complaining every trip down the floor? That's they, a they, they're for an they're making Knight and Katie look tame. Well, okay, so how do you handicap this? Indiana's off a big rivalry win, a sweep of Purdue. That's a huge thing for the Hoosiers. First time in 10 years, by the way. Yeah, first time in 10 years. Iowa off a miracle win. It did, it did not deserve. And by the way, the Hawkeyes' three point shooting had been miserable mm-hmm. for two and a half games before they woke up in the final two minutes in Iowa City. Indiana opens a five and a half point favorite, total of one fifty five and a half. I got to think, if I'm going to bet one player's prop over, it's going to be Trace Jackson Davis in yeah. this game. I think this is where yeah. he has his big comeback. He had thirty five and nine in the first meeting. Yeah. By the way, that meeting was on uh, January fifth. Uh, was right here in this studio and watched that collapse with uh, with Femi Abebefe. Uh, Hoosiers were up twenty eight wow. to seven. To start the game, it was 35-15 to 15 through the first 10 minutes of the game. By the way, Iowa, Patrick McCaffrey did not play in that game. He was away for the team for a couple games. But Chris Murray, 30-10, and 10, led the Hawkeyes. And Indiana, there was some heat there, too, if you remember watching that game. Because Fran McCaffrey apparently got a technical foul. Oh, yeah. And then the oh, official, yeah. I think it might have been Courtney Green uh, or whoever, whichever one it was, might have been Larry Scrato, pulled it back. And he's walking over in Indiana's huddle. And Mike Woodson was not very happy about that after the game. He goes, he did give him a technical, and he pulled it back. And he's walking in our huddle, you know, and Woody's like, he should have been thrown out of the GD game, and you can print that. So Mike Woodson, I don't think, takes uh, too kindly to uh, Fran McCaffrey's bullying. He's a a Naptown guy. He's a broad ripple guy, man. Woodson's not going to take that. So Woodson, new sheriff in town. Purdue, Purdue had won nine in a row against Indiana. Woodson rides into town, and now the Hoosiers yeah. have won three of four. Now, now they uh, can't. Now they can't lose. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, but you know, looking at this, this is a really this is probably one of the more interesting handicaps on the board because Iowa do they do they have momentum from coming back on Saturday and Indiana? How are they going to be after they swept Purdue first time in ten years? Now, one thing I noticed about them coming off the floor, they weren't all you know popping their jerseys out and showing their asses. They were about business when they showed the video of them going to the locker room, you know, and then they obviously have a celebration in the locker room and, you know, have a little fun. But I think Indiana, I think they're, I I don't know if I want to lay the five and a half or the six, Matt, but I think they're going to win this game. I think Mike Woodson going to remember what McCaffrey did and kind of the really crappy officiating, which is, is par for the course in the big 10. 
it's one of the worst it might be the worst officiated conference in the country it's absolutely terrible it's inconsistent they call it one way one half and then another way the next half one way it's like we're going to call every foul and then the next second half it's tackle basketball and then you know it's just inconsistent but i think indiana does win this game by the way if you're expecting xavier johnson don't uh mike woodson of course uh does the mike woodson the coach's radio show tonight hosted by the inimitable don fisher one of the all-time greats it's like 50th year yes and, 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 he, and he looks young man he still looks like he's in his 40s. Wow, he looks great. I remember listening to Don Fisher as a kid. Yes, Don Fisher. And, of course, Larry Clisby, his late counterpart at Purdue. But, yeah, he was on with Fish tonight, and he said Xavier Johnson probably or certainly not going to play no. tomorrow. I think maybe X-Man might be back on March 5th on Sunday for the season finale and the senior day against Michigan. They certainly could use him because I, I've been seeing discussion like, Oh my God, we don't want this guy back. You know, we, we don't want to, we don't, or we don't want to mess with the lineup or whatever. I'm like, he's your best perimeter defender. I don't care whether he starts or come off the bench. You need him. I'm like, have you seen the backups behind him and Jalen Hood Shafino in terms of the guards playing defense, even though the wings, Miller Cop and Trey Galloway have done an outstanding job. But I think Indiana wins this game, Matt. I, I don't do know too. if I want to lay six because Iowa can score. And Iowa's always live for a backdoor if yeah. they found their shooting touch. They can get up and down the floor. This first meeting between these two teams, by the way, was very high scoring, 91-89. to 89, Iowa won in Carver-Hawkeye. Well, Hoosiers blew that game, and I think this is going to be payback. I do too. But I don't want to lay the points. Like I said, it's one of those money line Money line parlays. Yeah, you got to use those this time of year, I think, you know, and don't go crazy like seven or eight teams, you know, two teamers, I think are fine. But that's what you got to do with these lines getting a little bit sharper and getting a little bit tighter this time of year. I was actually hoping the Hoosiers would open a little bit shorter and I was going to lay a smaller number, but now I'm not going to lay five and a half. Yeah. All right, one more Big Ten game before we take a break. And we got a man, bunch of good games to talk about. And we got some best bets in the final segment. Michigan State off the head. Uh, stunning collapse in Iowa City. A three-and-a-half-point road favorite at Nebraska. Interesting handicap here, too. Yeah, how about these Huskers, by the way? You know, eight and ten now in the conference. I believe they've won five of their last yeah. six. Uh, uh, beat Penn State, beat Wisconsin in overtime, won at Rutgers, which yep. very few teams do. Then beat Maryland in overtime, beat Minnesota. I like what Fred Hoiberg has done with this team. It's not overwhelmingly talented. They got the little uh, uh, Japanese kid, Tomonaga, who is very good. Tomonaga, man, when he gets hot from three, watch out. Yes, and and his son, Sam Hoiberg, off the bench. Sam Griesel, the North Dakota State transfer. So, you know, Nebraska... They've been playing solid ball. I mean, they're obviously 15 and 14, not under at-large consideration, but not going to be an easy game for Sparty. Sparty did beat them by 18 back on January 3rd, really ran them out. So, gosh, man, this is actually a very hard handicap between these two teams. I think the number at three, three and a half, though, is right. Cornhuskers have been playing a lot better. Under the radar, not too many people notice. Like you said, I, I opened my eyes when I saw they won at Rutgers. Now, mm-hmm. the Scarlet Knights have not been playing their their best basketball by any stretch here in the last month, but that was a great win for Nebraska, and it's not the only win. Uh, Cornhuskers have been playing really well. I just don't know what type of bounce-back mentality you're going to get from Michigan State. That's a stunning game to lose. Yes. A 10-point lead in the final minute. I, I kind of lean towards Michigan State grinding out a really tight win here. I'm not laying the three and a half. More college hoops on the other side. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. 
Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is VSIN Tonight with Matt Humans and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. In addition to new shows, VSIN will kick off new podcasts to give every better the insights, tools, and confidence to make smarter betting decisions. How about the VSIN College Basketball Betting Podcast? Tim Murray hosted Adam Burke, myself, Wes Reynolds, a part of that uh, podcast each week. Three episodes. We also have a VSEN hockey betting podcast with Danny Burke, Andy McNeil. All free and available now slash podcast, wherever you get your podcast. And uh, we'll just mention hockey briefly on tonight's show because uh, the Vegas Golden Knights were at Colorado. Avalanche minus 140. Total of six, and Colorado got the win 3 nothing tonight. Our good friend and uh, regular VSIN guest, Randy McKay, in, the, in attendance tonight mm-hmm. in Colorado to, get, to watch the uh, Vegas Golden Knights get shut out. In the association, we have a final uh, to mention. Knicks, two-point home dogs, take down the Celtics, 109-94. to Jason Tatum held to 14 points in the game, one for nine from three. There you go. I mean, that's what I was talking about with NBA props, by yeah. the way, is that Even though he didn't have a big numbers performance, he was cold-blooded, hit the game-winning three on national TV. Sometimes you could fade those guys in the next game. By the way, Jalen Brown was a no-go for the Boston Celtics tonight. That's why they closed two instead of the opener of five. Well, that's why I think it's also interesting when you look at this Blazers-Warriors game tomorrow night in San Francisco, Damian Lillard off a 71-point game. Mm -hmm. You know, What's he uh, respond with tomorrow night? Yeah, I would be looking to maybe play the under. I would obviously want to see, you know, who the Warriors are going to be suiting up. But He gets up for those. That's his, uh, Oakland's his hometown. I that's right another now. thing, too. Mm-hmm. So that might actually keep me off of that one, even though I do like to fade off these uh, big performances. Let's get a, a couple college basketballs that win final. Now, this final. is bad news for you. Bad news, Bears. Baylor won and covered on the road in Stillwater. Baylor 74, Oklahoma State 68. Man, that puts the Cowboys – in jeopardy on the wrong side of the bubble yeah probably, right yeah i think so but but uh on the other hand uh had a pretty good, good college news. basketball tonight uh almost heaven west virginia <laughs> oh, stop. blue ridge mountains shenandoah river little john denver classic is country roads take me home west virginia 72 to 69 final score they cover and 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 win outright as four and a half point underdogs nice at the job. close i had five and a half but that's a big win for west virginia that is a massive win i mentioned that iowa state you know, starting to leak a little oil late in the year with Otzelberg, you know, under Otz. Uh, they did it last year. I think a lot of that, too, is Caleb Grill is absolutely having a fight through it. He is just not very healthy right now. So that that is a long-term concern, I think, really, for the clones. Uh, you know, and uh, West Virginia goes ahead and gets it done. Uh, I'm just looking at the numbers. Grill, 
didn't have hardly anything tonight. O of two, two rebounds, no points. So they pretty much didn't have him the entire game. Eric Stevenson with 23 for the Mountaineers. Yeah, I called Caleb Grill, a transfer from UNLV, who followed T.J. Otzelberger to uh, Ames, Iowa. I call him the heartbeat of that Iowa State team. Yeah, He's banged up or he's not ineffective. Iowa State's not going to be very good. It's, it's always sucks to see good guy T.J. Otzelberger take a loss. Are you saying that with tongue firmly planted in cheek? Yeah, not one of my favorites. <laughs> kind of getting exposed here late in the season after that well, hot start. Yeah, they've, been, they've been falling out now. Now, I, I think they're still safe for the NCAA oh, sure. tournament, no but, that. no but that seeding is plummeting as we speak. Big win for Huggy in West Virginia. We're going to get the best bets in the show here tonight, and uh, one of mine is Arkansas catching the points at Tennessee. I have the Arkansas on the points at Alabama. Mm-hmm. I got eight and a half and open nine. Didn't get the best number, but it didn't matter. And by the way, the Razorbacks fought to the finish in that game to get the backdoor cover, and they yes. actually had a shot to tie late. Lost by three at Alabama. Nick Smith is back. This Razorbacks team uh, finally at full strength. I, mm-hmm. I think you're seeing the potential uh, in Eric Musselman's team here. That's not a great spot, Wes. Back-to-back road games playing Alabama and Tennessee. But I think this Volunteers team is really limited offensively. You got the superior offensive talent on the Razorback side here. Number open seven, and before I could get the bet in, it dropped to six and a half. Uh, the Westgate Superbook and DraftKings has up overnight numbers. I grabbed Arkansas plus six and a half here. What's your take on this one? No, I, I would I would be right there with you. I think Arkansas. You know, really game effort at Alabama and really put Alabama, you know, in some really deep jeopardy, but. I think Arkansas is kind of that team maybe that's going to get hot late in the season. We've seen Must do it before down there. We also saw him do it up in uh, Reno at the Nevada Wolfpack years ago. So as long as he and Nick Smith, who, you know, is a lottery pick, as long as they're on the same page and he's playing minutes, this team's got some talent. And, you know, Tennessee – I was on him Saturday actually laying a big number against South Carolina, just South Carolina maybe out of gas off that close call with Alabama and Tennessee. Blew him out by 40 yet again. Uh They did it twice this year. But Tennessee worries me too in the fact that can they score? I know they can defend, but I think those numbers a little bit inflated. And you've seen uh, teams can get Tennessee in a shootout. Missouri did it a couple weeks ago and beat them actually down there in Knoxville. How about Texas Tech, Kansas? Jayhawks barely survived against West Virginia, two-point win on Saturday. And uh, Texas Tech, disappointing in a spot that the Red Raiders needed to win. Uh, they came up short against TCU. The number is nine and a half, Wes. Mm-hmm. Is that a little bit high or no? There are some tens out there, okay. and I may be grabbing one actually after the show here. Texas Tech, uh, you know, all of a sudden, they're not like right there, but they're on the periphery of the bubble. They put themselves back in the conversation. Even though they lost on Saturday to TCU, they certainly could have used that win. But this team, you know, relatively healthy now. They've got Pop Isaacs back. Uh, Amok is back. I believe Botch, Daniel Bacho is also back. So they're starting to get a little bit healthier. I think. And then Kansas, you know, uh, Bacho, by the way, questionable tomorrow, but not officially ruled out. But I think Kansas, they, they've got the big game in Austin on Saturday. Uh-huh. This, of course, is senior night in Lawrence. Senior night at a program like Kansas, and I'll say this over and over again the next couple of weeks, that's a sad night. It's a very melancholy night. You know, everybody thinks, oh, we're going to rip this other team's ass. You know, we're going to kill him. But... <laughs> They're not. I mean, they're, they're sad because, you know, mom and dad and, you how know, many, How many seniors does Kansas actually have? Uh, I think they have, I, they might have, a, they have a couple reserves. But, but the you thing is. You know Jalen Wilson's not going to be back. Right? Yeah. He's yeah. not a senior, but he's not coming back. Yeah. Uh, they have uh, uh, Kevin McCuller, even though he was a transfer. And, uh, yeah, uh, he might be the only one. But it's still the last home game. And. You know, this is an opponent that you would think they're going to lay over. So there are some tens, by the way, out there in the market. If you like Texas Tech, go ahead and grab those now. I think uh, I think Caesars has a ten, Stations has a ten out here in Las Vegas. I'm trying to see if any faraway places do as well. Well, let's move on to the next game. So you'll take ten with uh, Tech yes. in that game. I laid one with Boise against San Diego State. Now this game means a lot more to the Broncos. They mm-hmm. just lost in overtime at San Jose. Aztecs pulled a rabbit out of the hat with a late comeback at the pit on Saturday night. I had San Diego State minus one in that game. The line actually closed three. 
Butler hit a three at the buzzer, and the Aztecs won that game by two at the pit, and that clinched the Mountain West Championship for San Diego State. Boise State needs this one. I think you got a championship hangover here. You got back-to-back road games for the Aztecs, and uh, I think Boise is a good bet here. I expect this number to tick up a little bit. Actually, DraftKings at one and a half. The Westgate's got one. I like Boise minus one against San Diego State. I I lean your way. I don't know if I'm going to bet this. If I'm going to be gun shy after, and that was my own damn fault. I had to use that bad number in the contest and then bet it accordingly. Taking one and a half with uh, the New Mexico Lobos, who looked like they were going to just snake one out of there, you know? And then San Diego State hits a three. They get a clean run there. So kind of a disappointment there. But I think you're right in terms of your analysis with Boise State. San Diego State, how much they have left. Both these teams, by the way, I think locked into the NCAA tournament. Oh, yeah, I do too. Um, But Boise... I think catches the Aztecs at a good time here because it's back-to-back road games, and the Aztecs just won at the buzzer to mm-hmm. the Mountain West on the road Saturday. Mm-hmm. And Boise's off a loss Yep, uh, at San Jose. Now let's talk about San Jose. This is my last, my third bet. I've got Arkansas plus 6.5, Boise minus 1. I also played San Jose minus 2. Uh, Tim Miles faces his former team, Colorado State. I always look at the Rams this way. If you can shut down Isaiah Stevens – you can beat Colorado yes. State. He's kind of a one-man wrecking crew for the Rams. Uh, I like I like San Jose and Tim Miles to take down his former team here. Short number. Spartans minus two. Now, they had, really have no home court advantage. Yeah. That's the problem with this. But off a nice win over Boise. And a Col- comeback yeah. win, yeah. too. Yeah. You know, an underdog didn't die in overtime. Right. I was on San Jose State. I might be on them with you again. I just think good spot. They can get to above 500 in the conference. Uh, Tim Miles, that's a tough place to win, but he's doing the best with what he's got. All right, that's Wes Reynolds. Thanks to Wayne Krivsky and Doug Kazarian. This is the first night of the v Tonight Show. We had some winners. Hopefully we have some more tomorrow. We'll be back with Chris the Bear Felica on Tuesday night. So tune in for that. This is v the Esports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.